Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Tuesday, October 29th, and we have great stories to share with you today. Mm-hmm, we do. As we do every As day, a, because we uh, always yeah. get to talk about great stuff. <laughs> today, we get to talk about Deaconesses. Deaconess students um, from Concordia University of Chicago and the Deaconess Program. Excited to share that with you here on the Coffee Hour. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. You can find out about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us in studio... Deaconess Kristen Waselek, Director of the Deaconess Program at Concordia University, Chicago. Thank you so much for joining us today, Deaconess. Thank you very much, Andy and Sarah. Always love catching up with you and hearing about the students and what they're learning and what makes up the Deaconess Program and Deaconess Formation. Um, And every year, you are so gracious and bring a group of students here to the (laughs) International Center to learn more about what is the LCMS, right? That is correct, because... Otherwise, it's just a flow chart that they get to see (laughs) and, oh, the LCMS does this, and and they don't really understand. All these people are here working on their behalf for them, for the ministry to extend the kingdom of God, to resource church workers, to resource the church, to be able to do its work. And it's just neat to put the faces next to all the... uh, flowchart names and titles. More widgets. That's what we need. More widgets. widgets. I have enough widgets in my computer. Um, What are some of the places that you've been able to visit? What are some of the things uh, that the students have been able to to experience and learn? So yesterday was more the um, people who are already sainted day. Mm -hmm. Today is the live people day. (laughs) Um, Yesterday we went to Concordia Cemetery and saw Walther's grave and also F.W. Hertzberger, who was one of the formative people in uh, the Deaconess ministry starting in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, a hundred years ago now in 1919. And um, then we saw Martin Stefan, the, you know, uh, rebel um, <laughs> with a bad reputation, um, starter of the LCMS, uh, his grave in Redbud, otherwise known as Horse Prairie. And we went to Historic Trinity Church mm-hmm. downtown and uh, was wowed by the amazing uh Oregon Tower artifacts there. So, yeah. Are you all listening to all these historic sites, making notes? These yeah, are all this like, is like really the great travel historic guide. sites. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So, today is the International Center, the Concordia Seminary, Concordia Publishing House, and maybe mm. Ted Drew's if we have time. Of course. You have to go there if you come to St. Louis. Uh, why is a trip like this, uh, experiencing these things, important to a group of Deaconess students? Well, They are all trying to figure out how best um, to serve the Lord in in a vocation someday. And I think it's really important for them to understand the depth of their church, you know, how much uh, they stand on the shoulders of the saints who have come before and also put the faces to all the stuff they've heard. you hear about the LCMS or you hear about um, conventions and and st- but it doesn't have any depth to it and we can learn about it in class but to be here at least brings um, some persons mm-hmm. to mind instead of just paper. Mm-hmm. 
I'm honored to be like we're one of the stops on the I tour know. with all these you know outstanding historic sites, and then they come visit us. Like, You're how part exciting. of history, it's cool. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> For our listeners who maybe haven't had much interaction with a deaconess, maybe they're in a parish and haven't had a deaconess in their parish or in their community before, um, help us understand what is a deaconess and what does a deaconess do. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that question before. No, never. really? No. Oh, man. And your, your response first. was, what is my want? <laughs> my want is to serve. <laughs> um, the, the easiest way to describe it is that deaconesses are involved in mercy, spiritual care, and teaching the faith. But that gets lived out in a lot of different ways. Um, mercy can be lived out in um, helping the body of Christ at a congregation be more merciful, be more connected to their community to serve the people um, that God has placed around them. Um, But it could also be helping um, to write grants to support that kind of work. So um, spiritual care, a lot of spiritual care is done one-on-one with people who are hurting and going through the storms of life. And teaching the faith, all church workers are involved in teaching the faith to one extent or another, and certainly that is part of our work, too. Uh, deaconesses live out those three vocations in three main settings, parishes, um, institutions, agencies, um, and in missions. Mm-hmm. So uh, parish deaconesses make up about 60% of deaconesses, and uh, about 30%, 35% work in agencies with um, older adults, with those with developmental disabilities, in prisons, hospitals, um, with crisis pregnancy centers. And then the other part work in missions all over the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've met some uh, some really wonderful deaconesses who who do all of those things, and we work with some here too, um, at the International Center, who have a, a wide variety uh, of roles doing all those things. Um, do you do you have a story or two of, of a deaconess doing uh, really great work in in one of those roles? <laughs> Just to throw that out there. <laughs> or 200 stories. I or, or a lot. It's stories. Yeah, it's hard to narrow it down. <laughs> um, I think of uh, recently featured, um, there's a deaconess in Florida, Liz Borth, who's working with women who are going through crisis pregnancies mm-hmm. or don't have a lot of resources mm-hmm. um, in their family or in their life or are dealing with um, a number of different challenges. And... Um, I think how she, you know, brings to bear mercy in in being both a mom to women who have not had very good role models, helping them to get their life on track, helping, you know, law and gospel, <laughs> working with them, and just having a kind, compassionate heart to be able to respond to whatever um Whatever comes up in their life, sometimes they're in some dangerous circumstances. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she really has to go to bat for them. Um, sometimes she just has to love them with unconditional love to be able to let them know that, okay, they didn't do everything right, but um, I'm, I'm with you right here in the midst of this, and your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ loves you through this, this whole thing and will continue to love you and provide for you. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. What does, you mentioned earlier that I think it was about 60% of deaconesses are serving in parishes. Mm-hmm. What, what does a, a, 
this is we get this DCE question too all the time. What's a typical DCE do? Well, what don't we do? <laughs> Similar question. You know, what what might we find a, a parish deaconess? Um, in, in what ways would she be serving? Most parish deaconesses have in common that they're doing spiritual care from cradle to grave, um, whether it's uh, going to pray with a woman in the hospital who's just had a baby, um, all the way to sitting with one who is on their way to be with the Lord forever. Um, so uh, typically a lot of time is spent supporting women as uh, they go through anything from um, eating disorders in high school or dealing with a friend's suicide um, all the way through um, teaching Bible classes, being with women, women uh, who are experiencing domestic violence, um, uh, cancer, you know, or just happy things too. So, mm-hmm. um, and uh, visitation of those who are sick, um, those who are homebound, those who have returned from the hospital. Um, need some special care, going through some uh, special things, and also helping uh, the church reach out to their own people, uh, leading Stephen's ministry, um, helping resource the congregation to be able to care for one another, mm-hmm. um, coordinating the mercy life of the congregation. Those kind of things, teaching Bible classes, confirmation, all of that is pretty typical deaconess work. And then deaconesses who have special talents in music or um, early childhood or something like that would be specializing in those areas as God has given them talents. Yeah. So you're the director of the program at Concordia Chicago, which means you have a a hand in the formation of all of these young deaconesses. What is that experience like? What is is the best part about um, having... having (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the look on your face. Having a role in in the formation of, of young deaconesses and, and uh, encouraging them in, in their future vocation. What is that like? <laughs> <laughs> um, if I think about it too much, it feels very heavy, um, while at the same time being really um, joyful. I, um, I feel it has been such a privilege to serve in this, to to see the Lord working in people's lives as they are formed by God's Word, by relationships, by the instruction that they have in classes, by the experiences they have in field work and internship. It's amazing. I just try to sometimes just try to stay out of the way <laughs> and and watch the Lord work and and try to re- remove obstacles. Mm-hmm. But sometimes um, they will attest to this. Try to put obstacles in their place too. So um, <laughs> that's the part they love. <laughs> so if they don't have an experience dealing with folks that have uh, developmental disabilities, or if they don't have experience. Um, dealing with um, older adults or they don't feel comfortable being with middle-aged people that maybe are the same age as their parents, it's my responsibility to put them in those situations, which are super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But by being in those situations, I also get to see how they react to that and um, 
encourage them, hopefully, ultimately, (laughs) um, with God's word that he is faithful and he will support them and use those experiences for his glory, even though it can feel really uncomfortable for a while. <laughs> we have just uh, just under a minute left, but what are some of the things that that a woman would study in preparation or in that deaconess formation, types of classes, things they would study in that formation? Well, they got to love theology. <laughs> they have to love studying God's word and about God's word and how God's word has been active in history. Um, that hands down is, is the <laughs> most important thing. Um, and then second to that is to love people and to um, want to study about how people work and how best to connect God's word to people. Outstanding. And obviously we can find information about the Deaconess <laughs> program at Concordia University of Chicago. We'll share some of that in the, the program notes as well. Yes, we Thank you so much, Deaconess Kristen, for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Great. Awesome to be here with CUC alums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. God's blessings to the Concordia University of Chicago students visiting today as well. And uh, more Coffee Hour on the way. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Uh-huh.